0: Welcome to Better Together,
1: a place where we dive deep into everyday subjects.
0: We are your hosts, Julian
1: and Carolina, two psychologists that travel the world and are very excited about the whole human
0: experience. So without further ado, let's dive into the episode. Welcome, everybody, to a new episode about a Cool topic that has been in the back of our minds for the past few years, and it is about aliens. Aliens. And um, you have
1: to imagine us doing like that meme of <laughs> that was like in the two thousand ten of that dude like aliens. That that was the explanation of everything. But it it's a topic that was brought forth by the news last week and also we have been very curious about it to to explore it by ourselves and we honestly for for a long time we have been believing that there's aliens of course the creatures that live outside of the earth because if you just look at the numbers the possible the possibility of life existing in another planet is just i mean gazillion to one it's like there has to be so whether that is bacteria plants or intelligent beings well that's that's still up for questioning but that there is life outside of the planet i think that's that that was always a fact for us mm-hmm. and um well recently it has been said that all of those pictures that we had seen in the videos that uh, just People record of alien spaceships it could could be a real the, the real deal
0: yeah so um, last week there was mm-hmm. a guy named grush that came forth from a special intelligence department from the us and basically in an interview stated they have aircrafts from aliens they do have recovered also pilots in those aircrafts and essentially that they have been doing that for decades already.
1: Yes, so there's like this crash and retrieval program going on in the US, so every time a spaceship just like lands on Earth or crashes against Earth then they will do a whole operation and recover. Exactly. Hence, they have in their position the US has in their position a bunch of spaceships.
0: Yeah, he didn't get go specific, so he just said, yeah, several of those spacecrafts, whatever that means. Yes. A bunch. <laughs> <laughs> and so that just brought the topic back to us. We've been diving into that a little bit mm-hmm. earlier already, but now just brought it back up, and I think it's a great topic to talk about, not whether it's now true what the guy said, because we don't really believe the, that the dude actually mm-hmm. knows, but that it's just an interesting topic to talk about from the percep perspective that what it does to us when we think about this.
1: Yes. Once once you think that you're probably not the most intelligent species on the universe, which is such an ego trip to think, then it just reshuffles things. You become more humble. You realize, oh, there's all other intelligent creatures out there that can actually create sufficient technology to travel through space. And uh, great, this awesome spacecraft that The U.S. doesn't even know how they work. So, so yeah, that's that's what we're talking about today. How, how does this discovery affect our psychological understanding of being human?
0: Yeah. And I guess starting with um, the debate of believers who believe that they're aliens and deniers. And I think it's just... Very interesting to look at who sort of believes or keeps the possibility open that this might exist and who's immediately saying no there's no way we are the most intelligent creatures in the whole universe and if until i see an alien in front of me i don't believe in it yeah
1: and then there's the ones that go to the opposite end and they they create ancient aliens that program on history channel where they're like seeing a door and they're like, oh, this has alien archetypal hieroglyphs like things that you can totally trace back to (laughs) a civilization from outer space.
0: (laughs) I mean, that really exists. So
1: yeah, that's a real show. Go not check it out. (laughs) because It's just, um, at least in the episodes that I've seen because my dad watches it. It's, it's mostly jibber jabbers, not really
0: actual facts. not
1: really facts. they are they're just, I guess, putting pieces together that don't belong together. Yeah. But um there are some real things out there that have been released to the public, and I think they contain significant information. Of, of this other species. For example, one of the things that I... That for me, it was the turning point where I really started believing there were aliens. It was with the
0: crop circles. Interesting. Okay. So Timor. this was
1: a long time ago, actually, that I started seeing the crop circles and the scientists trying to explain the crop circles and the electromagnetic field fields that are created around them. And they just notice how... Uh, A crop, like, if you were to do that manually, so crop circles are basically, there's this field of wheat or other, or corn. And uh, from one night to the next, or like from one afternoon to the morning, they show up completely changed. And then there's this drawings of perfect geometry in, in the field. That if they were to be man-made, it would take days and it would destroy the field in a way that it, it's not shown in the actual crop circles. So that's one of the things that I was like, okay, this is cool. This is cool. And to me, that was already the evidence that I needed to at least understand that there was something else going on.
0: Keep up the possibility that there might be something that we don't know of. Yes. That's it.
1: So, humans trying to, to replicate that couldn't. Yeah. Because when, maybe this is a bit of a nerdy uh, sidetrack, but when they were analyzing how the electromagnetic field had folded the, the leaves or, or the wheat, uh, I don't even know how it's called, like grass things, it was just putting it down, so like laying it down without breaking the the plant.
0: Oh wow, I didn't know that.
1: And anything that humans tried to do <laughs> a crop circle, they would break the plant. There was no way that with the tools that humans have that you could just fold <laughs> the plant in, and not disturb it a lot at like at all. So, so yeah, that was always intriguing and the electromagnetic field it was ridiculous. Apparently like they would use they would do these measurements in the field and like a land that was fine the previous day all of a sudden was extremely charged. Like you would get like your hairs pointing up <laughs> like um because it was so so intense. So that was one of the things that I was like, okay, really. Like there's no explanation and I guess it's being shoved under the rug because it's something that science, science cannot wrap its head around.
0: Yeah. It's just being pushed to the side. It's not being really looked into. At least I didn't really. It's like, Oh, there's been a crop circle. ha ah, those funny people did that again. I don't know. That's yeah. how I perceived it all the time in the news. <laughs> I never really looked into it. Right? For me, it was different though. The point when I started Allowing this thought that there might be other creatures was the with interview from Bob Lazar and Joe Rogan.
1: This is a podcast episode that's actually online. We should put it in the si- in the show notes. Definitely. And uh, it's wonderful. It's we watched it together actually, and we watched
0: it in like twenty minute segments. The two hour podcast
1: <laughs> because our minds were constantly blown.
0: Yeah. And so just to give you an idea of how. Um, how this shift changed us, because I think that's the important part and interesting part. How does the knowledge and the idea of there is other life forms out there on our planet actually changes my way of thinking or just like, how, how did I take it in? And I think that was so interesting because we started watching it and Joe Rogan, great interviewer was just answering it, uh, asking the questions.
1: Let's explain who, who he was. Who...
0: Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. And then Bob Lazar, who was a, I think, physicist, and then he was invited to... Engineer, I think. Um, No, physicist, I think. And then he tried to also engineer something like that. Um, And the main idea was he should re-engineer the propulsion system of that spacecraft. He didn't really in the beginning know what job he was getting into, but he was like, I don't know, somewhere in his 20s and was in for a challenge. And so he just went in there and did that. And just,
1: not just went in there because there's a lot of security clearance that needs to go, yes. like a lot of interviews he needed to pass. And he described the process really well as it is done, really. And
0: in detail. In
1: detail. and. As you may know, we are psychologists. So we were, through that interview, we were really analyzing the body language of this person. And since the beginning, it was very coherent. It was a person that was very scared of telling the truth, but was telling it anyways. (laughs) And you could see that he's he's just a nerd, and he's just really passionate about building cars with extremely weird propulsion systems. So he was he was hired basically to inter- investigate this this spacecrafts that they had recovered. How did they propel? Like and and that was that was why he was in the in the project.
0: Yeah. And as you said he actually didn't want to tell it, but he got asked whether he could do it again because it was such unique information that he had. Because he actually worked in that Area 51 in a subsection of that. And a lot of the information that he provided there was now confirmed also with the dude. But we knew already. It was done in the 80s, garage I think. garage dude. Yeah, the garage dude. I think it was done in the 80s when he worked there. So a long time ago. But then he started talking about... Because in the beginning, I was like, okay, aliens, whatever. I don't believe. Really Think that they're there or even on Earth, and then he started talking about it. Started exactly detailing the process how he got there, and then started talking about the spacecrafts that he saw. I think he mentioned like thirteen or something around ten, I remember. And then he also also mentioned exactly what he was working on and how everybody was like kept aside, kept apart, that they don't share information with each other. So everything was so secretive. And then she sh- she shared so many stories of him working in a spacecraft, him being in there, the details of how it looked inside. The I'm shape, getting...
1: the materials, the the seats. <laughs> it had seats, <laughs> three seats.
0: And also she, she shared information just against the usual perception of what we think alien spaceships should look like, or at least for me. And there were no controls anywhere there were materials that he couldn't describe that he never saw himself and he also was there when they were testing it out to fly and i think that's also a crazy thing so he saw how it was flying and then he brought in his friends to the to the area where he knew he they were trying to test flying it and his friends were seeing it And there's so many other things that were just incredible. By by telling it again, I get goosebumps just because it's such an incredible um, insight that he shared. And for me, it was the way he was sharing it was true. I accepted it as true the way he was sharing it. And for me, it was we, we needed to stop every 20 minutes because it was so altering my understanding of the world currently.
1: Yeah. And it's not just accepting that there's aliens. okay, there's aliens. But that they operate in such different ways than us. Like, the, the spacecraft, I'm, I'm saying spaceships, spacecraft, whatever. They apparently are operated with consciousness. So the pilots that were testing it were operating, like, giving it commands with their mind. And that is just mind boggling that there were no wires, no eye tracking motion devices or anything. That it was just this plain uh, material. Like it was pretty smooth, the way that he describes it. It just had seats and it operated, it lifted with anti gravity, anti matter, was
0: it? Anti gravity, I think. Anti gravity. And that's how, how it was also moving. It was bending gravity through which it was moving forward because it was bending the gravity ahead of it. So it was fucking crazy.
1: And it was uh, fueled by this element, which I guess the closest thing that we have on Earth is radioactive materials. But it was the element 115. That's that's what I guess officially is called. And uh, it's just this this highly um, energetic thing that can just give so much power. <laughs> and I'm very scientific by saying this. Oh, that's this really...
0: Thing with much curious. power,
1: wow. <laughs> curious. Oh, mega. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So we might sound crazy right now, but you should definitely listen to that interview because it's amazing. And then it all traces... The way that he's describing this spacecraft, it all aligns with the testimonials of this military dude that is coming forth with the approval of the US government and being confirmed with by a bunch of other officials. So it's basically the US government coming out and saying, like, well, yeah, we do have some spaceships and we don't know how they work.
0: Yeah. But I guess then, how did it affect us? in in at first, the perspective, and then also the every day. But first, the perspective was, for me, just opening up this understanding of my ego, of the, I guess, human species ego, that we're not as smart as we think. <laughs> and we're not alone. Yeah. We think we are the best and we... Uh, we take care of everything on the planet and make... control it. But then it, I had serious doubts about that. Yeah. Because if they're able to fly uh, spaceships to the oh. Earth through light years, probably.
1: Yes, what do they use? Wormholes or do they create portals like in Rick and Morty? How does that work? Like, I mean... Yeah, that's an understanding of the world of the universe that we don't even get to grasp. Like we we don't even get to be anti-gravity like that would be like the ABC, I guess. Yeah, (laughs) for them. Yeah, for them.
0: But yeah, just to get the idea that we're probably so animalistic to them and like so low in the ranking, whatever that means, of, of intelligent species. And my mind was just blown in the way that I was feeling so incredible, incredibly small, mm-hmm. insignificant. It's like, wow, okay. I can just sit here and watch this happening, but I have no clue what's going on. And I think that's with such an open mind and such a curiosity, it's it's nice that I sort of got into the few days after the interview, but At first I was just,
1: holy crap. Yeah, I think one common response would be fear because there's other lives that have other alive creatures in the universe that have the technology to obliterate us with, a, don't know, like a flick of a finger. (laughs) And yes, uh, and I think that's... It's still a possibility that we're hopeless against if they're <laughs> being able to bend gravity but at the same time for me it just uh, it gets me so curious like I
0: I There's understand, so much more than we think there is. Yes,
1: I understand the fear. But I think when we are fearful, we are basically projecting our human nature and being like, oh, they will just want to destroy us. No, 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 no. That's how humans operate. We are scared of something and we want to destroy it. And that's that's how we are wired to be. It's like, it's like this... This intrinsic thing to our DNA.
0: And let's be honest: if they know how to operate under gravity, we shouldn't even get the idea of that we can defend ourselves. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So but yeah, go on. That that's a very interesting thing, and the way that it it hit me because I had already been at peace with the fact that there were other intelligent beings in the universe is the way that it was described so the fact that it had no wires it was managed like you could you could navigate the cosmos with your consciousness like just using this spacecraft that was tuned to what you wanted it to do it like what kind of technology is that that's amazing and these creatures that in the spacecraft, apparently, was just the seats. So they didn't have food supplies or a toilet. So these creatures, then they don't eat, they don't poop. Are they even carbon based, or are they based on whatever other material that is abundant in their planet? Or,
0: or it's more like a car, and they just go on a trip for like an hour and go yes. back home. Who knows? Who knows?
1: <laughs> Who knows? So that that's what it did to me. I was like, I want to know what these aliens are doing. Are they just like military aliens and they are exploring other planets? Are they just having a gap year and just traveling a bunch of planets? It's like, what what is their business? What is their goal with getting on a spaceship and coming to Earth and just stalking us? What What are they up to? So... I guess that was that was what it triggered in me, just this insane curiosity, insatiable curiosity that I still have, so I want them yeah. to release pictures of, of the spacecraft and uh, of the aliens actually. The, the whole ordeal, because there's apparently reports from biologists and from engineers and uh, physicists, so you can get such a Good understanding at least of what we can see from their it's not even culture, like species, <laughs> it's a species, it's like creature from another planet. Are, do they have animals? Do they have plants? Do they have other types of beings? Do they fight with in group, out group like we do? Like, no, we are better than we're the Republicans and we're the Democrats. And like, do they have those petty fights? I mean, my. My reasoning is, if they got to evolve to a level that they can just bend gravity and travel to other planets, that they are past, maybe they're not, but they are past like the the silly chimp-like human fights that we have, where we cannot agree into just one set of core values for the Earth. We're like, <laughs> we're fighting over territories and what football team is better you know those creatures are transversing space like what's what's possible you know? like i don't know it's just so crazy but um yeah we're we're, we're drifting a bit <clears throat>
0: no i think that's exactly what we wanted to go into <laughs> to just get an idea of how crazy this is and how how much the perspective can shift to see that there's so much more, that there's such incredible things out there that zoom us a little bit out, out, of, our, out of our day-to-day, out of our game that we're playing of, oh, I need to make money to sustain family and, and do this and walk there and get a coffee and buy insurance or whatever. And seeing like, oh, wait, there's a lot more. If I just sort of be still for a moment, I can see so much more. If I'm curious for those things, there's so much more in the universe than the day-to-day struggles that we all encounter yeah and so i think that's just an invitation to think to open up the idea and the mind to what's possible and what's out there
1: yes and i think also it's a humility bath where we realize Oh, Humility yeah.
0: slap in the face. Humility
1: slap in the face. That oh, we're not even close as smart as we think we are. We with the development of AI, we're not even the smartest creature on Earth. Like smartest um, artifact on Earth. <laughs> yeah, maybe like...
0: for the next few months still, but after yes, that,
1: yes, after that, there's gonna be like AI is gonna become more intelligent than humans. So with this knowledge of aliens and ai that soon will surpass the any ability that that humans can um can have in terms of intelligence then where do we sit where do we sit
0: down there in the food chain
1: (laughs) we're like the the stupidest smart creatures of the universe (laughs) it's like we're just in the Diapers in diapers when like
0: others are just building, we're on the bottom of the intelligence Uh, chain. Yes, yes, we just got this idea of oh, we can actually think, ah, we recognize that we're we are great. That's the first tiny step, yes.
1: (laughs) So, so yeah, I'm, I'm very curious on how this lands with other people because. In our circles, usually when we say that, it's like, yeah, there's probably aliens. Whatever. But nobody cares. <laughs> really. And uh, now that it's sort of official, it's like, okay, should we give it like a minute's thought? of Like, what's your opinion? <laughs> it's like abortion. Where do you sit? Aliens, where do you sit? I mean, it's not even a question anymore if they're, if they're real or not. It's a question of...
0: How do you deal with it?
1: How do you deal with knowing that there's at least one but potentially a lot of intelligent beings in the universe with different planets, different solar systems, different ways of breeding, maybe they don't even have genders? It's like
0: what yeah completely <laughs> shattering our perception of what rules are in the universe?: Yes. Feels great. Liberation.
1: It feels like liberation. I take it as such. I take it as if, if I thought that possibilities were endless before, now it's it opened up exponentially to a world, literally a universe of possibilities, of how life can emerge, how consciousness can be brought forth. And where can we go with that? Right. Right. if if you're listening aliens please just let us know so we can have you on the podcast
0: (laughs) that would I would definitely be in have a lot of questions have a podcast with aliens that would be dope (laughs) and for all the other uh, non-aliens creatures (laughs) um, if you want to chat about it let us know if you have some thoughts about it please share it and otherwise just uh, enjoy (laughs) <laughs> the thought, the idea, the knowing that they're aliens.
1: Yes. And should we give a couple of tools like to, to handle uncertainty? Maybe.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: Know. Because hearing this news for the first time might be a bit shocking, but my recommendation is not to dismiss it, because we as as humans we tend to shut off anything that is making us feel uncomfortable so then we just have a whiskey and we let it go <laughs> but sitting with it sitting with the fact that there's other possibilities of life in the universe and that they look completely different to ours and uh yeah that they, they they might be more advanced than us in in many ways like how, how does that sit how how does that make you feel? And just allowing whatever comes up to come up. Like for Julian, it was a bit of freaking out. And then curiosity for me was insane curiosity. I'm like, I'm here for it. This is an exciting time to be alive. And though for other people, it might be just like, my dad is very factual about it. It's like, yeah, there is. I want evidence. I want to see the things. Like, I, I, But just accepting that there's aliens. And for other people, it might be like, oh, this is a, a threat to the Earth, so then we need to figure out ways to defend ourselves against them. Okay, yeah, whatever. Whatever comes up. And we don't have an answer of what's right or wrong with aliens because we don't have enough information. But it's just this new, let's say wild card that was thrown into humanity that just allows us to to reflect a bit more what, what does it mean to be human what does it mean to be conscious and how does it make us feel that there's other intelligent beings like even on earth with ai but outside earth <laughs> that uh, that are just roaming the universe how does that make us feel
0: let that sink in. That's the question for tonight.
1: <laughs> yes. And I want to include a short disclaimer that if if I watch the interview with Bob Lazar and I watch the interview with the new dude that came out last week, I believe Bob Lazar way more. His body language is way more coherent and his personality is easy to read The military dude that was trained to be tortured and not say a word, it's it's more difficult to read. And why the information is coming out now, that's also a mystery, because usually when information like this is released, it's to deviate attention from other things. So... I think it's also important to just keep an eye out on...
0: (laughs) What are the other (laughs) things that the US is trying to hide with this information? (laughs) Just saying.
1: Just saying. Just saying. But um, but yeah, other than that, let's still jump on the alien train and have have some fun thinking about it. And our life will continue uh, normal because aliens have been visiting Earth apparently for...
0: Decades at least. Forever. Forever. Probably forever. There's even like this cave. Maybe even before us.
1: Yeah. There's there's the caves uh, painting like, of, of
0: alien spaceships. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways. <laughs> so we're drifting too far apart. Yes. Uh, thank you for listening up until the uh, complete end. And hopefully that gave you some information, some new ones to think about. And feel free to reach out and talk if that was either threatening or insanely cool. And or both or both and we see each other next week yes wish you a great week Bye-bye. bye bye bye